Is that from this movie? I don't know. I don't think so. Wait, that was from a movie. Wait, oh, that was from Pulp Fiction, Mm. which is also Quentin Tarantino, which is a connection. Okay, I gotta tell you, I have been calling this Pulp Fiction. (laughs) I keep literally they say Kill Bill like a hundred times. It's not a hard movie title, but I just keep saying Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction, and. We haven't talked about this too much because I know I like randomly sent this to you where I've dabbled in script writing Mm. and Jaws was my inspiration and also was Pulp Fiction. So I like downloaded, like you could go find their screenplay and I started because I'm a nerd, like looking at their patterns of how they like set up the movie. Like what what makes their movie so good? Those two movies. And because I was like analyzing Pulp Fiction so much, I think that's why. I'm like applying it to this movie because they have similar patterns like they start off with a quote yeah it's very like cut cut scene they go back Mm -hmm. in time come in time I read some interview where he talked about in the first page has to be action like in your first page like don't give us this long backstory of like what's happening like get us into like a dialogue basically and that happens like right away in in Kill Bill 2 so yeah yeah. so I'm gonna call this probably Pulp Fiction once or twice which you can edit or not and we're all just gonna have to deal with it well i don't like extra editing so we're just all gonna leave it and that will be the drinking game for this episode is every time bridget (laughs) accidentally calls this pulp fiction everybody take a sip so good luck guys i hope you make it to the end (laughs) sisters sisters who've seen it we are the sisters sisters who've seen it Sisters, shooby dooby doo what? Sisters, shooby dooby doo what? Sisters, 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 sisters. Sisters who seen it. Hello! Hello there! How we doing? Y'all ready to swing? No, that's I have three to, like, ninjas. channel my three ninja noises <laughs> yeah. uh, for some of this. There were funny sound effects, by the way. I read a little bit of why. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But I'm so excited. But it's also not totally fully explained. I forgot to also mention, did you see the Instagram I sent you of the stunt double for Uma Thurman? Wait, no. Zoe Bell? When did you send that? Like, Four days ago. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I will look at that. Oh. Okay, but you know what? We forgot who the heck we are. Who are we? <laughs> we? I'll tell you who we are. We're here to kill Bill. No, we're not. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Jokes. Jokes. So, we are the Sisters Who Seen It, the podcast where two sisters who are not movie critics look back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological ethical and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. And that's like one of my favorite parts. Oh, it's honestly so the music does a lot for this yes. movie. 
100%. And Kate, what is this movie? Oh, well, this movie is the 2003 movie Kill Bill Volume 1, which is the best volume. I believe it's Vol with a period. All right. <laughs> you know, jeez, I didn't put a period, so I would have got that wrong in trivia. Well, add it to the trivia list. Boop! Updated. Oh, me, oh my. This is a good movie. Oh my god, it's so fun. This it's is a so really fun. good movie. And <gasps> when it came out, I really remember watching it as... Okay, whatever. I was a teenager then. Yeah. And no one had ever seen like that amount of blood. It's amazing. That's what everyone would talk about. And now you look at it and you're like, kids video games and like TikTok <laughs> has more blood in it. <laughs> You know, like, Jesus, wow. What TikToks are you watching? <laughs> oh my God. I'm on murder talk. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that means. But just, it's so, yeah. like, interesting looking back and being like, it's not that bad. Now they make it, like, he's fun with it. He It wasn't, yes. like, really, truly gory real. Right. I mean, did you get some severe Wednesday Adam vibes? From? With, from the blood, like, squirting up like a fountain? <laughs> honestly i didn't but now forever and always moving forward i will think of that oh my god oh that's amazing what a reference i thought you would totally be like yes bridget duh no i don't know why i didn't connect that but yeah the blood splattering is like so ridiculous it's so funny okay bridge my turn i want you no you gotta do it i need you to do it oh boy Okay, let me read the one sentence first. (laughs) Great. Okay. Check the box. (laughs) Uma Thurman is a samurai swinging ex-assassin. Say that five times fast. Samurai swinging ex-assassin. Samurai swinging (laughs) ex-assassin. Samurai (laughs) swinging. Exactly. (laughs) On a mission of revenge against her ex-boss and lover in this Quentin Tarantino film. That's it? That's it. Oh, <laughs> um, well. Okay, mm-hmm. so I gotta say that you really can make this a short synopsis or a really yeah. long one. The short synopsis is Uma Thurman, who, oh my god, is just so freaking good. Awesome. In the first volume, she is the bride. That's what is she's called. Yes. They blank out her name. I think in the other movies you learn her name, but Uma Thurman, the main character, the bride, you learn the horrific things that have happened to this woman, Mm -hmm. which is on her wedding day. She is fully pregnant and the crew, which is called Kate. (laughs) Uh, The Deadly Viper Assassination Squad? The Deadly Viper Assassins. Oh, Assassins. Okay. With her ex-boss Bill come in and basically... Basically murder like nine people, all of yeah. her family and best friends, her future husband, her baby, dot, dot, dot. Is that, is it? Mm, mm, mm. You learn Lip at the end. Hanger. You, you learn at the end that she actually has a baby alive, but she thinks the baby's dead. And yeah. they thought she was dead. And that was like the whole mission was to assassinate everybody in her life. But she survived and is on a revenge killing spree. And I mean, honestly, if you put some creepy music and had like a horror film direct this, this is like a Michael Myers I was gonna say, she could be Michael Myers without the mask. (laughs) We've never seen him without his mask, people. So I mean, it could be Uma Thurman. They are the same person. I mean, she's pretty tall. (laughs) So throughout this revenge is she goes through the deadly Viper assassins and one by one we meet them and one by one 
one, she has like a battle. And yeah. since they didn't think she would survive, everyone that meets her is like, oh, yeah, I could see why you want to kill me. Um, and it's just like action packed. Yes. And she, in the midst of it, she also goes all the way to Okinawa to get mm-hmm. some special sword that like. Hattori Hanzo. Oh, Hattori he's great. Hanzo. We he is him. so good. We love him. And, you know, you kind of learn she's obviously, like, really skilled, but they all are. And it's just it's just endless fighting, really. Bill, her ex-boss, we don't really get to meet, like, that much. We just kind of hear him. It has a very Charlie's Angels vibe of, like, this I voice. Have a, I have a Silvio from The Sopranos face wow, on right now. you got, like, a bass face. Like, what's that about? <laughs> I just like, I don't like Bill. I don't like him. I know we're all trying to kill him, but like, I don't like him. Well, it's kind of a misleading title because we don't really kill Bill, do we? We kill everybody else. Don't. Yeah, everybody else around (laughs) you is dead, except for the main person. And I'll I'll list some of those characters. So we have Vivica A. Fox, who is Vernita Green. Amazing. Yes. Daryl Hannah, who is L Driver. Yes. Lucy Liu, who is Oren Ishii. And we don't get into the other ones. I think those are the main ones that we kind of meet, right? They show like a clip of Bud. Okay. Which is the worst name ever, but I guess that's the point. And he's like Bill's brother. Okay. But you don't see Bill. Yeah. You see some of the other like Grody, like the the guy Buck, but they're not really part of the like assassin crew. I think. Right. Vivica A. Fox, Lucy Liu, and Daryl Hannah are part of it. But yes, honestly, I was... His movies are long. Mm-hmm. This was about like over an hour and a half. Two hours? Yeah, it was like almost two hours. Two hours. And obviously this is volume one of two? No. Yeah, two. 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 Just two. And by the end of it, I think it's really exciting. You're on the edge of your seat and you can't wait to see what's next. And I'm like, I'm literally ready to pop in the next one, which is giving me very serious Lord of the Ring vibes. So... Kate, oh, what no. am I missing? I did a, I did a, I just kept babbling. So was well, that a synopsis? So we did talk about the music and how that's a fun time. Wow! And we talked about how everyone around you is dying, and there are Adam's family esque <laughs> blood splurting, which I love. Um, I love a lot. Yeah, that was great. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Good. I'm trying to see who did the music for Kill Bill. They say RZA. Am I? Is it RZA? RZA? I feel very stupid. Whatever I don't know. I mean, it was all different songs. And then... And actually, like, there were a lot of parts where I, like, was really into the song. And it was, like, really matching, like, the energy of the scene. And then it would, like, stop. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. damn it. Like, you never got really a full song. It was always kind of, like, cut short or it would change. Which I guess is fucking fine, Quentin. But, like... mm. No, it. I'm looking at, like, the, the list. It starts off with that like bang bang like yes. bang bang oh that one might be a full song down. actually because that's like the opening credits yep yeah but oof I mean we gotta get into this we gotta get into this and okay if we're gonna be honest we do some nostalgic movies three ninjas not a lot of people <laughs> do okay? okay I'm sure there's a zillion people <laughs> <laughs> that have done Kill Bill, right? I'm yeah. sure there's a thousand movie reviews. But Kate, we're going to put our sister spit on it, don't you think? I do think, Bridge, because, because this is a female empowerment movie and I'm fucking ready for women to be murdering everyone. <laughs> I mean, what? Did I say that out loud? I'm 
so sorry. Nobody well, arrest me. I'm just going to tell you that if I left an ex and that mofo came to my new wedding no. while I was pregnant and no. murdered all my friends and family, no. I am doing this. I am and coming then, back. And I will join you. <laughs> Also, we'll have matching track yellow suits for the murder spree. I don't even like when exes fucking friend me on Facebook. This is a recent thing for me, and I'm having trouble with it. We all hate it. Like, don't. Bill represents all exes. Let's kill Bill. Kill Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but we get a good intro because, like you said earlier, Quentin starts off a lot of his movies with a quote. And so, do you know what the quote is, Bridge? Revenge is a dish best served cold. Like ice cream. No. <laughs> that's no, ice cream's delicious. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then right away I wrote, whoa, she's messed up. <laughs> because it's like, it's a close up to her like bloody beaten face in that like black and white, you know, yeah. and you're just like, whoa, like that's jarring. And there's a couple times in the movie where it will cut to black and white. And I don't know if you looked into like fun facts or if this came up at all, but I feel like I remember reading that some of the parts that turned black and white was to like kind of help keep down the rating so it wouldn't be like x-rated or something because of like the gore and the blood yes. but i don't know if i made that up in my brain no no you're right oh that's true okay that, that yeah, is true she looks real real bad in this part it when i fucking hate how he's being so mansplainy condescending and he's like trying to like clean her face i'm like but you just like fucked her face up so like that was you mm-hmm. so like don't make a mess and then fucking clean it up on someone's face like clean up your own face you know i fucking hate it also like who is monogramming his handkerchiefs to say bill yeah. i don't know like did he like contact an etsy shop and was like hi <laughs> i'm gonna need you to monogram this while i butcher my ex honestly <laughs> etsy owners or whatever you call yourselves like don't sell to those people do your nice. do your due diligence be like bill handkerchief i've seen this before no See something say something yeah so right away we get kind of the setup which obviously we're like okay not great we just started we don't know what's happening and he kind of like gets a gun set up to shoot her and right before he shoots her she goes bill it's your baby and I, I don't know if she actually finishes it but no, you she, get the says gist. It. she says it's your baby it's your baby and, it's and like then the boom timing. boom and then it's the credits and the very very on the nose music choice which is bang bang he shot me down Ooh. do you know what i thought about i thought about do you think he and we don't actually get this answer did he know always it was his baby did he only know because she said that did he like take the gun and maybe like you know shift it to the right because she said it you don't it's it's a good line I'm trying to remember volume two because they do a lot more flashbacks. Like you see kind of the setup of that in volume two, like how that got to where it was because he comes to visit her and he's very like nice. And then she's and she's like, you should walk me down the aisle. Like, girl, like he's like Mm -hmm. a trained assassin killer. What is wrong with you? Like, Exes are not allowed at the wedding. Especially if they have shoulder length hair. Okay. I don't Mm want to say it again, listeners. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm. 
<laughs> anyway, so now she's shot and everything's horrible. And then we get where where do we get? Well, hold on. I want to go back to he does very much. I'm gonna quote our was it our third movie or second movie? You were very mad. I suggested Babe. What? I was not mad. You suggested Babe. Oh, I'm okay. Offended. You said that. Oh. I love Babe. Oh, okay. I'm okay. So annoyed you just said that. How dare you? <laughs> Take okay. it back right now. He does a lot of chapters and Babe mm-hmm. was like a novel inspired movie but yeah. here I was like a little lost I was like okay it says chapter one and then underneath it is the number two and I'm like but that is there two <laughs> chapters one is there is this chapter 1.2 like, I'm so confused and Did then, you, so you needed like the singing mice is that what you're trying to do yeah. you needed the babe yeah. singing mice yes. to explain okay this is Vivica Fox and then you're like okay yeah I understand why he breaks it up because there's a lot of like time jumping and I think that's really hard to like naturally just flow backwards into a flashback yeah but I did it distract you or you just kind of like well who cares Uh, you're probably like most people and I was reading way too far into it I didn't mind it because when we got to the one chapter where I knew it was gonna be okay we're finally in like Tokyo and that's the best part of the whole damn movie I was like thank god we're at this chapter so i didn't i don't know i didn't mind it as much okay but yeah we get right up to the house and vivica fox holy cowsers yeah and he does a good setup you kind of see when she's walking up to the house that there's like kids toys you're like okay this looks like a normal house and there's like clearly a child or more live here and what's gonna happen and then right away they start fighting and it's like they're trying to kill each other and then the bus pulls up awkward and i don't know if you thought of this Oh no. Probably not, because this is how my brain works. So our movie last week was Save the Last Dance, right? Okay. What was the name of her daughter that then rolls up and is like, Mom, you broke the glass thing. Well, in this movie was Nikki, right? Yeah, and you remember (laughs) Nikki from Save the Last Dance who had a chip on her shoulder? Because my fan theory is they are the same person and Nikki's all pissed off because her mom literally got murdered by some random blonde white lady and then freaking Julia Stiles rolls up and dances horribly into the scene and steals her boyfriend and she has trauma. That's my fan theory. Thank you. Good night. Wait. Okay. If your theory works because if you do the math save the... Oh no, no, no. Save the last no. dance comes out in 2001. <laughs> that's that's not math mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I wow. would actually really... You know the part so obviously like then she ends up killing Vivica Fox and the kid unfortunately sees which is really horrible and I hate oh, it but then God. she sees says to the kid she's like i didn't mean to like do this in front of you and like whatever and then she's like if you want to come and murder me i'm ready and i am every time i see that scene i'm always like yo i know sequels are annoying and yeah. i know sometimes yeah. they're cliche but like i would freaking love love if it we have a sequel with this girl she grows up and she goes to do revenge on uma thurman i think that would be so amazing it would be amazing i thought the same thing i thought yeah. i want it and i like too that uma thurman even was like she had it coming like she mm-hmm. didn't even because okay let's say she grows up and she's like why did you kill my mom and it's like well your mom murdered nine of my best friends my baby <laughs> and my husband my almost baby yeah i'd be like "Ooh, my mom kind of messed up there <laughs> like "Ooh, 
I'm sensing where this came from. <laughs> in our version of the movie, you know, Nikki, the first scene is Nikki. It's like a parallel to this scene where Nikki goes to Uma's house to kill her and they get in a fight and then Uma explains what happened and then her and Nikki pair up to go murder other people who suck. And then it's like, you know, Whoa. a new assassination squad, but without stupid Bill because he sucks. Oh my God. And Uma Thurman, like maybe she's like out of the game. So she's got like a bad back and she's got to oh, get God. back into it. <laughs> she's in a wheelchair. Oh no. <laughs> no, she's like, she's like rusty, you know, she's got to get back into it. And so Ugh. the young one, like kind of like a Mr. Miyagi karate kid style, like gets I her into it. Like, this is like Cobra Kai on Netflix. We need a Netflix series <laughs> of like Kill Bill. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, trademark, so trademark, good. trademark. No one steal that. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. The only thing, too, I thought about with this is I kind of felt like Vivica A. Fox's character set up the whole, like, 2 a.m., let's go to the park, all dark, we're all black. And I yeah. thought, well, that would have been cool, too, to see. Like, what really? You just had the gun and went for it? I was like, dude, this is weak. Your daughter's in the house. I was, like, a little annoyed by it. Did you see the name of the cereal she was pouring? <gasps> no. That's a great trivia question. Because it's foreshadowing cereal. It's called Kaboom Cereal. Wowie. And that's what she shoots through so you don't see the gun. Whatever they say about Quentin Tarantino, those little details are amazing. Yes. Agreed. That's what makes this movie amazing. Okay. So right off the bat, action. And then we get to chapter two. And there's no number under it. It's just chapter two. And chapter two is like the flashback. So now we're like five years earlier. I don't know. I'm lost. This is where it's like right four. after the four murder. years was the coma. Okay. Well, this is like you see some cops like being like, "Wow, these people got murdered. What a day, crazy!" And then that's where you find out Uma ain't dead because she's spitting on people. And I was like, "Ew!" But I also thought that's kind of cool. The guy was being gross. You know, he, he was, was like being gross. He's like, "What a looker you have here." I'm like, "It's a dead body that's beaten, sir, sir." Dead body, sir. 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 Not okay. Gross. But yeah, and honestly, then we get to what I was trying to whistle earlier. (laughs) It's hard to whistle. The like... Oh, you're good at it. Ha-ha! I can't do the inflections. All the dog whistling for my dog that never <laughs> listens to us. Penny! <laughs> Your dog who may or may not be a dog version of Uma Thurman <gasps> on Revenge with Squirrels. Yes. Wow, that's definitely true because she's almost ripped my arm off for one of those puppies. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Wait, okay, Kate, I know with the outfits, I know how I am or whatever. Okay, but it's did you know did you notice something about Daryl Hannah's coat? Uh her coat. So she comes in with this like no. coat and then yeah. she changes into the nurse's outfit. Yeah. The coat, there's a belt on the coat, but it's okay. like printed onto the actual coat. Oh, it's not like a real belt. It's not like a real belt. It's like a Halloween costume belt. Yeah, and it feels like you're watching a cartoon. <gasps> oh, that's so weird. So it's if you go back and look at it. It's just kind of, like, creepy. Yeah. Because what I noticed that he does in this film, and I read it, like, this is why he bleeped out Uma Thurman's name, is he keeps trying to, like, be a little more playful with it. And yeah. I think it's, like, I think it's, like, the hiding, the gore, and the, well, this was so crazy back then. And so I don't know. I noticed, like, little details like that. And I'm like, was that on purpose? To be, like, we're being playful. Like, basically right. someone drew on a belt onto this, like, white fabric. And Ooh. I don't know. Again, I could be reading into it, but I just, these all these little subtle 
subtleties. But she switches into her nurse's outfit and then basically has like the death needle and she death is like needle. she is ready to kill her. I mean, she despises Uma Thurman. My god. And she does a weird monologue about like, I fucking hate you and now I'm gonna kill you and what a day. And then literally as she's about to inject, Bill's like, wait, 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 wait. We still got a volume two, girl. Pump the brakes. All right. She's still gotta try and kill me. And he's like, we can't like kill her that way. That's like totally not fair. And then he again is super gross on the phone with her. And I'm pretty sure he's having sex with all these women. Ew. And I hate it so much. And it's so the worst. And it's the worst. And I hate it. I mean, honestly, it could have been like Kill Bill, like Herpes, Volume 1. <laughs> like he, we all hate him because he's just a big old hoe. Kill Bill, get him tested, and then kill him. <laughs> yeah. So I, first of all, that's a little bit of an annoying scene because I was like, wait, Bill, now you have morals? Like, you massacred all of her friends and family. Yeah. But you're going to be like, we don't do this. We're above this. You're like, shut up. No, I think he was just horny and he was like, Daryl, Hannah, quick, come back. I'm lonely. Ew, we hate it. It is gross. We hate it. But I do love that he's like, you saw, we beat the hell out of that woman and we didn't kill her and you saw that with your own beautiful eye. <laughs> All these word choices are so bizarre, but... Yeah. But then that's how I know it's four years, because we get the four years later, and... Right. Okay, here's my Pulp Fiction. Take a sip. Take a sip. When she goes... <gasps> and oh, she, like, comes back yeah. up. Isn't that yes. giving you her same vibes with her cocaine? Was, like, yes. resuscitation? Yes. Yeah, and then how about when she, like, knocks on her head, because there's a metal plate, and then she realizes the baby's oh, gone? that's sad. I hate that. I, I hated oh. that, too. I was like, oh my God. And then what I didn't understand, okay, you're telling me four years, you're in a coma. You're realizing like kind of what's happening to you. She somehow has the instinct to be like, oh, I'm going to pretend I'm still in a coma because what bills everywhere and everything. I'm like, why couldn't she be awake when a nurse came in? Because the nurse was gross. I know he was gross, but I'm saying like, she's, she's literally waking up from a coma and all of a sudden she was like, oh, let me pretend to be in a coma still. I'm like, what? I wouldn't even, there's no way. This is why I couldn't be this. Assassin. I don't know. She's a trained assassin. Who true, the fuck true, knows? true, 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 true. And this scene. Ugh, this is another. Uh, this isn't even a Sopranos scrunchy face. I don't know what face I'm Mm-mm. doing. This Mm-mm. this is this is something that I am very afraid probably happens a lot. Me where too. There are disgusting people that yep. have sex with people in comas, and I I hated it. It I was it. disgusting. But thankfully. We get quick vengeance on that nastiness because Oof. before that guy can be gross, she literally bites his tongue out and like, damn, girl. I mean. So would you like die if someone just kept biting your tongue and like ripped it off? Because I thought like, wow, that's know. a pretty strong bite. I don't know if he's dead. Maybe he just like passed out, but like he don't have a tongue. Well, he looks very bloody. Like she, it's as if she cut his head off. And I thought, huh, huh. I mean, is that like good defense mechanism if someone's coming at you just to bite their tongue off? I'll bite something. I don't know. 
get them away from me. Gross. Yeah. And then she does the worst thing, but, like, it's good for her, but, like, I hate looking at it, where she has a knife, and then she's waiting <gasps> near the door, and she, oh, she slices the ankle. Horrific. Okay. Horrific. Okay. Why? Because that, I think, does that for everybody. Like, do you think, because I was, like, trying to remember back in the day, like, the way that our bikes were as kids, like, what <laughs> sliced your ankle when you were younger that, like, made it so horrific? Because I felt the same way. Like, I felt this, like, visceral reaction to, don't slice the ankle. Just, oh, God! Like, I, what is that? Why are we so afraid of that? I don't know. Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, this, this theme is I'm overanalyzing <laughs> a lot, but, you know... <laughs> But basically, she then has the flashback that that is Buck, and he likes to fuck, and basically raped her, right? And so she starts slamming his head with the door. And then I got, like, very violent, and I started writing things like, cut his dick off, and I don't even know. I just got crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think the door slamming of the head was really great, because... Sufficient? It's efficient, it's painful for him, and, like, go fuck yourself. And then she gets his stupid sunglasses, and then she's somehow finds a wheelchair and then she somehow gets his keys and she somehow finds his car and his car is also gross which this is negligence on the hospital for hiring any man Mm -hmm. who owns a car that says pussy wagon on Mm -mm. the side because Mm -mm. that's your first clue this is not okay Mm -mm. and bridge what do we get when she's in the van oh i couldn't stop thinking about you I couldn't stop thinking about you. I said, We're all there. I said, why isn't Katie texting me this scene right now? <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's first foot fetish scene. Wiggle your big toe. Let me get a zoom in to her. And I'm just going to say, this is something I guarantee none of the movie reviewers are thinking about because most of them are men. But who the fuck is doing her nails while she's in a coma for four years? Because those puppies were painted. <laughs> Even her hair. I was like, girl, someone cut your hair. I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was Buck. I don't know who did it, but somebody did it. I mean, is it that natural? Get out of here. But she had like light lavender and it looked beautiful. And I was like, mm, mm-mm. that's not how that works. <laughs> Yeah, but we see close-up feet and nobody but Quentin likes it, so... And there were a lot of other feet parts, by the way, that were unnecessary. But that's how we go. So we get, (laughs) while she's like, well, I'm trying to wiggle my toe, let me give you some exposition. You're like, thanks, because I lost what chapter I'm in, and I hope there's not a quiz later, because I don't know where we are, and what's happening. And so you learn a little bit more about the Deadly Viper assassinations. I wrote Deadly Viper Assassination Squad. Maybe I'm adding words. I don't no, know. No, I think you're right. I, I don't remember. Okay. I'm going to trust you on this. But we switched to a cartoon, Kate. And it was oh, freaking awesome. I do like that. And again, I feel like they did that because it was to like tone down yeah. on the rating, right? Because it was like, well, it's cartoon. Yeah. And even the cartoon, I was like, oh, it's just, it had like kind of a Pokemon anime, like horror. Fucked up Pokemon, but yeah. Oh my God. And just no the, Pikachus here. No, no Pikachus. <laughs> but just the way, just that sounded sexual. But I don't know. I just, I just thought it was so freaking cool. And it, and this is where he he keeps your attention. He does a really good yeah. job. Where I mean, let's face it, that could have been a little boring if it was like a cute little kid. And right, I also think he was able to play with some of the shots, like the kid under the bed, and yeah. like the sword comes, almost hits him, Ugh. and then like the whole bed is full of blood. To actually film that would probably be like impossible. But right. it had the 
same impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God, I don't. What I don't. The drama. It was just. The, it's, it's, it's a lot of drama. Like this could have been its own whole movie because then she's like, okay, so yeah, everyone around her is dead and everything's wrong, and she's like, I don't know, maybe ten when she sees that, and then she's like, luckily the guy who killed her parents was a pedophile, oh, and I God. wrote, we should never say the words luckily and is a pedophile in the same sentence because it's mm. not okay. But she means it in a way to be like, oh, she was able to get close to this guy and then she fucking murders him. So you're like, all right, fine, we'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll take back my red card. I'll fucking I don't allow know. it. I think you could keep up the red card and she could have done it another way too. Like it just, okay, up until this point, we've had an ex-boyfriend murder everybody. We've had yep. uh, people that rape women in comas. We've had bosses that just murder people in front of their kids who are also pedophiles. This whole movie should just be kill men. Kill men. Maybe that's why I like it so much. <laughs> Listeners, I swear to God I'm straight. I I feel like it comes off like I'm not, but like I just... And actually, Katie is open to dating and you have to be a strong man and not... I'm Single. Not murder people, not be a pedophile, yeah. or rape coma victims. I think I, I, there's a I, lot of men out there. I don't think I'm asking for a lot. What the fuck? <laughs> What's happening? And not have a foot fetish <laughs> with as yeah. being a Ew. big director. Oh my god, gross. No, please don't. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Okay, so okay, okay. basically you get Oren's backstory and you kind of find out, okay, this is why she kind of got into this lifestyle and then very young in her life she became a really top assassin. Okay, cool. That's how she got connected with Bill and this assassination squad, whatever. So she is still up and thriving and she lives in Japan. So that is where we go once our big toe starts to wiggle. Um, our next step is we go to Japan, which mm-hmm. is the best part of the movie. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, Okinawa, one way. One way. And the way that it's set up is like, oh, we're going after Oren. We're going after Lucy Liu, but we got to stop first. And that was kind of fun because yes. you know, we needed a little bit of a breather. It was like mm-hmm. a lot of action. And then we get yeah. like 30 minutes in and this is like Jurassic Park. Like I needed a breather and I was ready for it. So then she's casually on a plane and then she casually walks into a bar and she's you know, it's a little more like chill. And you're like, thank you. I could go to the bathroom get a glass of water <laughs> and I'm, I'm back yeah. at it. But yeah. This is Hattori Hanzo and he Ooh. is, you know, just seems like a little bar restaurant owner and it's she's pretending like she's a tourist and she doesn't know you know how to murder people violently um or no Japanese but she knows both and they kind of have this exposition where okay they're gonna know each other whatever and then she he's like what brought you to Okinawa and she's like I'm here to see a man and and he's like oh man blah 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 and then she's like a man about a sword and then he's like (gasps) bitch it's me. Uh, and then it's like soap opera and I'm kind of here for it. And it's a great day. I mean, it is. So first of all, I read a little backstory that Okinawa is not known for like sushi and food and restaurants. Like, okay, yeah. in general, Japan obviously has way more sushi than anywhere else. But they were trying to say like in general, like this is a spot that like someone would hide. Oh, okay. So that's why it was like in this area and he, oh, someone's just coming in for food. But like they usually don't have 
have customers, which is why his like sous chef and him oh. were just like fighting like crazy <laughs> in front of each drama. other. Yeah. And he was like, that was like Real Housewives. He was like, I'm never getting promoted and blah, blah, blah. And I think that they could <laughs> act that way because typically like they're not really getting any customers. It's all mm-hmm. like this front for all the crazy stuff he would do with these swords, which is like really cool. Yes. And then he basically is like, oh, shit, the jig is up. All right, fine. So he's like, here, come on up here and look at my swords. And then she's like, oh, my God, swords. And then he goes, I don't make swords for death anymore. Mm. I, Sir, what are swords for then? Because <laughs> this is like the argument with like guns where it's like, what, are you going to make a gun and like not fucking use it? Because I'm sorry. That's like the point. So like maybe. Uh, d- <sighs> well, but he felt so I don't know, because it was 28 years that he had. Like, first of all, I'm like, dude, you look amazing. OK, sir. What is your skin? What routine? is your routine? But he has all these kind of like mementos because he kept kind of saying, like, I never want to create something thing again that kills people then don't fucking make swords for totally no but i think he was trying to like after the 28 years he stopped and was like i'll never do this again and i gotta say if you ever want anyone to do anything you have to say listen it's for bill and then everyone's like what (laughs) i'm gonna go 28 years and all of a sudden change everything because bill sucks oh my god i love how he then like dramatically is like (gasps) and then he walks to the like window and he writes bill but he writes it like really cool and i'm like oh tori and so slow you're you're right this was like a soap opera yes this part whatever chapter we're on i I don't know what chapter we're on but like yes and then we have like a ceremony where he like hands her the sword (laughs) and you're just like wow this is also like he needs a month which i was like dude it would have been really cool to see like uma thurman have fun in okinawa for a month but like whatever i get it no time for fun bridge only time for training i mean it could have been like fun to see it. Yeah. Yeah. But that could be in the movie with youngster Bernita Green's daughter. Like we could yes. show that scene. That could be like chapter 22. Nikki from Southside Chicago from <laughs> Yes. yes. Correct. So, oh my god. But okay, she's got the sword. This is apparently the best sword in the world. And you're thinking to yourself, yeah, okay, whatever. But then we see her use it. And holy cow, does this sword have magical powers? Yeah, it's very magical. And there's magical flute, which did remind me of Karate Kid because I was like this is magical flute time and um, I don't know what it means but here it is (laughs) and it came up a lot but this is the last chapter I think which is chapter 5. Chapter 5. And this is where I wrote this is the best part hell yeah! Ooh, And it is like the best. This is so good on on so so many levels. It was good they spend time giving Oren's backstory, Lucy Liu's backstory. Because right off the bat, she made her way to like the top of Mm -hmm. the Yakuza or whatever. And somebody is very mad about it, which is the boss Tanaka. Tanaka's a dumbass. Holy cow. Can I tell you, (laughs) there is nothing more that I would want, although I'd get fired for doing this, is I'm in a giant corporate meeting. And I'm 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 nervous where you're going. I'm leading a presentation and some (laughs) idiot dude is like, oh, are you sure your survey questions were right? Or, uh, where did you get this quote from? Uh, And then I jump on the table, like Lucy Liu, and I go, pitter, 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 pitter. And And I slice slice his head off. (laughs) And then I explain to everybody, I am a fair and practical presenter. And then I give this whole spiel. And I say, if anyone brings up my survey questions again, 
show the head. <laughs> like, is that too much? Should I take a um, vacation? I <laughs> love that a lot. I you may need a break from work, underlying, but like, I support everything you do, except maybe murder. The, honestly, though, the fucking speech she gives oh, is so good. It's so good because it's literally like I feel like you could oh. apply that to so many scenarios, and then oh you just God. insert like whatever is the no no and be like, if anyone fucking brings this up, I will cut your fucking head off like this guy, and then you have to have a fake head to hold up. Oh my god. Well, and a lot of times, like, first of all, whenever they do, like, female leaders, they're always, like, really, really evil or really yeah. emotional or, like, whatever, and she played well into mm-hmm. the, I'm very calm, I'm very considerate, but I'm also going to rip your head off. I'm also gonna double-time feet kill you. And I kind of, I kind of got some, like, Joker vibes, didn't Ooh, you? A right? Because, like, the demeanor change Demeanor so change, and, yeah. like, it really is eerie when someone yeah. can do that. And, I mean, she's just, like, a fantastic actress, too. I literally were. I was like, Lucy Lou, where have you been? Because I feel like I haven't seen her in anything in so long. What oh, the fuck? my God, right? Where art thou? Girl, I don't know. Last thing I can think of is literally stupid Charlie's Angels, and, like, I'm pretty sure those movies are trash, what so. Is she, what is she up to? Lucy, come know. on our podcast. Lucy! Get on here. You don't have to cut our heads off, but we'll find some stupid idiot that you can cut a head off of. Yeah, whatever you want. I mean, we'll make accommodations. (laughs) Yeah, she's so great. And then you do get a little bit of backstory about other characters. So you get backstory about her. They call her... Okay, so the girl Sophie, who's... She's like, oh... Go-go. Oh, okay. Oh, Sophie. There is Go-go, but then there's Sophie. So Sophie is like... They're like, oh, Sophie is her lawyer and her best friend and also probably slept with Bill because she also knows Bill and you're like this is disgusting I hate it so much anyway so that's Sophie and then she was also there when Uma was getting like basically fucking murdered and she's just like talking on her phone like a psychopath because she's a psychopath and we hate Mm -hmm. it then you meet Gogo, who is an underage, uh, also murderer, and it would have been nice to hear a little bit more backstory about Gogo, but mm, we don't get that. So, oh well, we just know she's like a murderer, and uh, that's it. I, so, I, I would love a backstory for Gogo. Yeah, and like a prequel? In the, in the new movie with Nikki, I could see her meeting like Gogo's like younger sister, cousin, okay. something, yes. and we mm. get the backstory because I'm with you i wanted to see it all we get is a snippet of her at a bar drunk and then she just stabs some dude because he she asks him like do you want to kiss me and he's like huh okay and then she stabs him i'm like whoa but i mean to have like that's a really cool character to have as like your bodyguard you're like oh this is really cool it's cool but then there's a part later where she gets we'll we'll get there okay Okay, so then we got those people and then there's like a bald guy who i don't care about but somehow he's like i don't know something and then we find out that she has an entourage of, I guess, murderers. <laughs> 88 crazy 88 the crazy 88s so there's like 88 of these people and then plus go-go and other people i don't know i can't i don't know the math maybe maybe 90 91 don't but test yeah i understand me. okay anyway mm. so that's cool so we get the exposition and then you see okay now uma thurman is in tokyo she has a really cool yellow outfit somehow she found a matching motorcycle what that was a Where? nod to bruce lee an old <gasps> oh. bruce lee movie 
I love that. With the outfit. That's cool. Because you're, you're kind of like, wait, where is this, like, random yellow jumpsuit coming from? But, again, that's, like, the play. That's, like, a little bit of, like, we're gonna play. Felt like I was more focused on, like, okay, a yellow jumpsuit, fine. Fashion, cool. But, like, I feel like a yellow motorcycle that matches, like, that would be the tough part. Cause that, would, that would. It's very Where superhero. are we renting that out from? Does Avis have that? Because I don't think so. I mean, how cool would it be when she was in Okinawa if she was, like, painting it? You know? Like, that would be awesome. <laughs> That's what she's doing. And he's like, God damn it. You're supposed to be training. I'm making you a sword. She's like sewing her suit. She's like, <laughs> perfect. That's very karate kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, okay. Oh, so then okay. this is the best part of the best parts. Cause this whole part's the best part, but this is really like the big climax <laughs> is you see Lucy Lou and her, I'm calling them an entourage. Cause mm-hmm. it's not all yeah. of the people yet. It's maybe like 10 of them. And they're at this, like, I don't even know. Is it like, a club? Is it a club? Is it like a bar? It's a res- it's- I think it's a restaurant it's because the live band felt more as if it was background and yeah. like there's a yes there was a dance floor but I got I got very much more of like a restaurant and and how about that song the whole time like freaking love it was so distracting but it was like perfect distracting I love that band oh god it was I just it was so well done like it it matched the energy of what you needed to keep that scene going because that was exhausting. I mean, that was like yeah. a long fight scene. Yeah. I mean, the band doesn't sing the whole time, but they like <laughs> set you up to be like, yeah, death. But they basically, they rent out like some back room and then they're being assholes to the people who own this place and then Uma Thurman's there and she's like, I'm a fucking kill all these fuckers because it reminds me of Bill. And Oof. she kind of tries to go to like, you know, be snooping outside and then she almost gets caught and she pulls a bridge, pulls a Matilda. Ooh, did you see it? She did. Pulled a Matilda. She basically somehow magically flies to the ceiling and now she's mm. like balancing on the ceiling and that gets her, you know, to safety because nobody checks up there and then fine. So then she's like, okay, abort, abort, abort. I gotta get a new plan. So she goes to the bathroom, and then who goes to the bathroom bridge? Sophie. Son of a bitch. And that woman's stupid cell phone has a crazy flashback trigger where she then decides, like Wednesday Adams, to slice off her arm. (laughs) Dude. It is like... Obviously, in real life, like, I would hate it and go to therapy forever, but (laughs) in a movie, I'm like, yo, that's fucking amazing. Like, because it's so brutal and it's so abrupt. She doesn't even say anything. She calls a wren and then everybody kind of, like, runs out or whatever, and she's holding Sophie there and she literally doesn't say anything else. And then she just slices her arm off. I'm like, damn! You know what? Um, women, women need to learn from this, and women being me, because oh. I feel like I caveat <laughs> everything I say. Like if something's intense, I'm like, okay, I know this sounds a little insane, and then you'll say it, or like, I don't know, this might be mean, and then I say, you know, whatever. But we should all do that. We should just like slice through someone's arm. That's it, <laughs> metaphorically. Metaphorically, you know? don't not <laughs> real. Um, just give it to people straight. You know, just uh, kind of like slice them. Yeah. Okay. And it's honestly like it's so awesome and you I love Lucy Liu's acting she just like she's very stoic but you can still see her like subtle reactions to things so she does like react to that a little bit where she's like oh my what the fuck damn because that's like her best friend and now she got one arm 
Sherman. Now she's Bethany Hamilton. She's gonna be serving with one arm. So oh, shit. Lord. Lord. And then it's so cool because every pretty much two minutes, three people come down, four people come down, five people come down. And she and I, I just kept I kept writing, this scene is insane. She's killing them all so quickly. <laughs> Like, she just keeps killing. And, okay, so this is where we gotta go back to the stunt woman and give some major props to... Oh, yeah. This Zoe Bell, who okay. also, Kate, is Xena Warrior Princess. What? Um Stunt woman. Bridget, will you tell the listeners what relevance that has for you? It was one of my most <laughs> epic Halloween costumes of all time. It, it was very epic, honestly. Like, super epic, and I... She had the ring, or whatever it's called. I don't I know had, Yeah, it. and I... I I would just get drunk and throw it around at people. Um, <laughs> if you read this woman's history, she is incredible. And a lot of, she's in a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies, but the thing that made this so good is like, it didn't, it had a little sprinkle of like Matrix where like mm-hmm. sometimes they'd fly and do silly things. But then yeah. it had like, if yeah, if you're really thinking like Bruce Lee or Karate Kid, like it had some real fighting, like real yeah. moves that were fast and it wasn't like totally camera angles like just like popping out the eye of that <gasps> one dude I, I love but I hate that because oh, I'm like man. I literally I was like oh my god eye snatching foreshadow because again listeners volume 2 so follow her on Instagram with me and then we'll just go back and forth and all the cool stuff she does and oh like I, I think in another life if I come back I mean it would be pretty cool to come back as like a badass stunt woman wouldn't it <laughs> yeah like that's so that awesome is cool job. that is cool all of this is just it's so fun. I, I have more fun after, like, she kills the, like, handful of people, and then even after Gogo, I'm kind of, like, Gogo's like, okay, cool, it's different, Gogo put up a good fight. Gogo she, put up a good fight where she was like, uh-oh, I might, like, because she gets smashed in the head, and that thing has, like, razor blades, and then she's yeah. choking her, and yeah. you're like, oh, I'm a little nervous, I'm a little nervous, but you knew she was gonna win, because she had to get to Lucy Lou. So you're like, alright, alright, moving on. Right, so, like, I just loved when she's she basically looks back at Oren and she's like, all right, just you and me. And then Oren's like, fuck no, bitch. We got 88 more or however many number more. Wee! And then they, you know, timing is great because here we go. And they all show up and they run in and it's so dramatic. But it, like, I don't hate it. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like other movies, I feel like sometimes I get annoyed with like the cheesiness of stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I don't in this movie. I think it's so fun. It's so fun. I don't well, know. Well, because it's I great. thought about, okay, here's where I thought this movie is unrealistic. If one of those 88 people yeah. had a gun, she's dead. Right. But because they all fought with like swords, fists, weapons, this actually works because yeah. somebody has to approach you with the sword. The length of the sword is all they could do to kill you. And honestly, her sword is like super strong that she just chops their swords in half. She just chops their swords in half and then it's like every other scene someone's getting body parts chopped off to the point where she then makes a speech about if y'all lost the body part, you're gonna leave it because it's mine. And I was like, Uma, are you really gonna like, what, put those on your carry-on? Because we all know you're not. Like, dramatic. I I, kind of liked it. I I got some like true Game of Thrones vibes from that. Like, (gasps) like, 
and ruthless, you know, like mm. I, there is no mercy except for the one guy that she spanks on the butt, Kate. And she it says, was... go home to your mother. And I thought, I understand we want to add a little like feminine kind of breath. I don't know if we needed it. Did we need it? I don't think I, we needed it. No. And this is actually reminding me of the point I wanted to say about Gogo because when she goes to fight Gogo, before they actually get fighting, she kind of does a little mini monologue where she's like, hey, Gogo, I know you're like nine or 17. I don't know. You're like a teenager. You're underage. And like, you feel like you have to do this. And she says, you have to protect your mistress. And I don't know if I'm being gross, but like, like I just felt like there were these weird like sexual undertones that I hate. And I don't know if that was because Bill sucks and he put it in my head because he sucks or if it was like really gross. I don't know, but I hated that. And the whole like schoolgirl thing, I was like, I don't like it. No, the schoolgirl thing is gross. I'm with you. It got done quickly though. So like that's fine. Yes. And now we get to the end. I mean, we get to the Lucy Liu fight scene, which was done in more of like an Oscar worthy way. We had yeah. this beautiful like backyard. I mean, it could have been Mr. Miyagi's house. Oh my God. Like... Could you imagine where he's like, get off my lawn. And they're like, we just got to kill each other first. Snowflakes are coming down. There's like a light kind of film of snow on the ground. And she's like taking off her shoes. Like it's just, it has this like slower serious pace and then that song comes in where the the drum beat oh my god yeah oh my god oh my god oh my god i I was like it's the clapping song i'm so excited so good the music is so good okay but i think there is one and only bob scene and i think it's here explain to me if i got this wrong okay okay so it's a good fight back and forth right you're like who's gonna win we don't know this is kind of the end of the movie so like we don't know and basically uma prevails and slices her head off which then flies it's like her scalp but yes Oh, is that what? It, okay, because I yes. thought. Wait, how does her head fly off? And no, then it's her. We, <laughs> and then we see her head on her body, and I thought, Bob scene. This makes no, no sense. No, it's a, it's her scalp. It's like uh, the top. It's like the crown of her head and hair. But but bridge, I can understand the confusion because mm. those effects were trash. Okay, okay, okay. That makes way more sense. I think that's why because like he films it in a way where like you don't see her scalped yet. Like you saw like the hair blood thing fly and you're like, okay, that's black hair. It's not blonde hair. So I guess that was Oren. I don't know. And then you see Oren being like, wow, that really was the Hortori Hanzo sword. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh. And then it like pans back and you see horrible effects of her brain, which is like eight inches above where her forehead should end. And I hate it so much. And I don't understand like where the fuck Stan Winston was on this Wednesday when we filmed (laughs) this because I feel like he could have done it. He would have done it. He would have done it better. He would have he would have had like a little velociraptor pop out and it would have been better. Um, no, but yeah. that, that's really good. And, and then you're just like, wow, I'm very satisfied by all of this. And then we go back to Sophie being thrown down a hill and you're like, oh man, there's more. Like this is already a lot, but this is like the cool cliffhanger where she was kept alive. And like to your point, Bill was like stroking her hair. I hated it. He's disgusting. He's like, my beautiful Sophie. Oh my I was God. like, you're gross. Go. Oh, Oh my god. Away. But Bad she, touch. W- she was like, You're kept alive to tell Bill.
kill that I'm alive so that everyone knows that I'm alive and I'm on a murder spree and he better watch mother effing back. And then that's when he kind of, besides the scene with the weird plane in the red sky and she makes like a children kindergarten murder list. And I'm like. <laughs> it was very Billy Madison. I was like, it was so, okay. It was Miss Lippy. Oh, I was it thinking was, it's <laughs> Buscemi's murder list. But yes, Miss Lippy as well. <laughs> it was yes, both, it was honestly. Like, let me put the numbers in red. Let me put the names in green. I was like, what in the fuck is this? Um, But then he ends it with, is she aware her daughter is still alive? And you're just like, whoa! so so good so good so good so good and yeah and then obviously this is volume one so there's a volume two and i don't know volume two is fine but it doesn't hit as well as volume one in my opinion i don't remember all the details because it's lame it's a lot of like flashbacks and she's not in japan as much so like and she's in like a stupid Mm. desert and it's stupid and Mm. then we like see bill and you're like i don't like Oh, that's how I feel about it. But okay, Bridge Volume Uh, One. Would you watch or don't watch? Watch, watch. If you saw it five thousand years ago, watch. If you saw it yesterday, watch. If you saw it last (laughs) month, like watch it. It is so watch it. Fun. It's fun. I have deemed Jaws is the actual perfect movie, but this is like he's so tight with his movies. Like he's up there. I mean, I like this a lot more than Pulp Fiction. I feel like this movie is more cinematic because it's yes. got a better pace and it's a little more focused and like maybe that's because you have one central character whereas Pulp Fiction it's like 800 I don't well, know. Well the storyline is like hell yeah man keep the story simple. Right. It's a woman on revenge and add in all this other stuff that like we have to pay attention to but not too much but like who cares and just like hammer it home and I loved it. I was like yep. I'm here for it. Yes. How about you Kate? Watch it or, wa- I mean, or don't watch it. Definitely watch it. Maybe when you get a new boyfriend watch it with him and see like just so you know (laughs) this is if things don't go well this is your future oh i oh oh no edit that out because we can't set up your profile where we start off by (laughs) requesting not to be pedophiles and this and then you the first date is you take him on this movie to warn them like we gotta we gotta balance you let's be honest we all know that the real test of who i will end up marrying is that i force them to watch degrassi and they don't (laughs) fall asleep like that's what the real test is so anyway well bridge what's next okay okay our next movie is a very different genre oh okay (laughs) wait i actually want to just okay i'm trying to look at our last couple movies to be like where did we come from i mean we had october which was a couple weeks ago we did a lot of like spoopy and all that stuff and then we did labyrinth and then we did a rom-com and now this is like kind of action adventure so bridge i'm not gonna lie i'm going back to the family comedy and actually This is a family comedy sports film. This is from 1994. And this is... I think this is akin with Three Ninjas, where I I feel like maybe our family watched this a little bit more than other movies. I have an idea. I know I personally quote this a lot, and I don't know if everybody always gets the quotes, but I have way too many opportunities to make this quotes, and you'll understand why when I say the title. So I'm going to read you the synopsis. Or not the synopsis. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. 
Is it the big green? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know then. It's not. Okay. But you're like on the right track. So this is how it's described. Misfits form their own opposing team to an elite peewee football team coached by the elite <laughs> team coach's brother. This is the 1994 movie Little Giant. <laughs> Giants, 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 help, help us, God! Which, before every wow. single Giants game, I say at one point, and I'm not sure anyone else gets it. And listeners, just so you understand the context, Katie goes to a lot of New York Giants games because of Drumline, not because of I'm a fan. Wait, what's the girl's nickname? Icebox. Icebox. <laughs> Which is like a weird nickname now that I'm older and like I don't know about it but like her name is Icebox this is Rick Moranis wow Ed O'Neill who was on like Modern Family freaking Devin Sawa (gasps) you're getting tagged on Twitter get ready I childhood crush my god yeah amazing and I don't know anyone else cause what um but yeah wow 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 so funny we watched this so much as a kid. So much. And like, no one really knows why. Like, why did we? Because we owned it on VHS. I don't know. That's good enough, right? Oh my god. Oh, this is 1994 too. Like, what a weird time. Like, the 90s bizarre. I just remember there's a part, like, I remember, like, the annexation of Puerto Rico. Like, that's another (laughs) thing I feel like I quote. Like, when the Giants are doing horrible, I'm like, you gotta do the annexation of Puerto Rico. And again, I don't think people get it. So then I'm just like having like these moments where I'm blurting out things no one understands. Wow. This cast, as you like look through it, it literally looks like they took a dartboard and just <laughs> chucked it and picked who would be in this movie. It's so random. I honestly, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, uh, last year in November, we did do a football movie. We did Remember the Titans. So I was like, Love all it. right, let me do like another Love football it. movie. What's maybe a different genre to shake it up so that's what i came up with wow. and I'm, I'm excited i can't remember the last time i watched this honestly. this is so good and if we have people that watch movies before we do the reviews and you have never seen this movie oh. get on it get on it like get it ready. is i'm just because i think this might be hard to explain if you haven't seen the movie because it's yeah. so ridiculous from what i remember i mean it's basically bad news bears but like Football. Football. Wow. Kate, you blow me away with these picks. You blow me away. Save the lads. Dance. Little giants. (laughs) My heart. How? My heart. You touch it every time, Kate. Yes, very nostalgic. What episode will that be? That will be Um, 75. (gasps) Oh, wow. Well, and Bridge. Yeah. I just want to say if you were getting married uh, again, Mm. Uh, <laughs> renewing your vows with your husband, I okay. suppose. And some stupid ass ex comes in mm. and is a little bitch. And he's like, <laughs> I'm actually here to murder all of you. I would randomly materialize <laughs> into the scene in a yellow jumpsuit with a samurai sword that I got from Okinawa. And I would <laughs> fucking murder him. Oh my god, yes! I and love then I would case. make a Lucy Lou speech about how if any other ex-boyfriends <laughs> want to come in here and fuck shit up this is what's gonna happen to your head so yep it's because i love you <laughs> wow wow well kate bridge um i don't think i could talk that actually that's so good <laughs> just say same 
so I know you're, you know, Kate, with me. Same. Okay. I like the materializing, but, like, I also would create an entire movie of, like, tracking down whatever motherfucking ex had the audacity to, you know, yeah, whatever you said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's late. Let's go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, and listeners, if you also hate baby men ex-boyfriends and think that cutting off heads of assholes is a fun time and revenge is a dish best served cold, much like ice cream. You should write us a review. Hey! We love reviews. We love written reviews. You we can do. review us on Apple Podcasts along with some other podcasting apps. We also have a website, sisterswhoseenit.com. If you scroll down on the main page, there is a form you can fill out to request a movie. Mm. So we are, you know, just doing what we want. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, we're pulling a go-go, okay? Yeah. I mean, listen, we are coming up on the holiday month, which is the month of December. So if you have a burning desire to request a holiday-related movie, that could be Mm. any holiday, by the way, listeners. We are open-minded people here on Sisters Who Seen It. You can do that. And that would be fun because I don't think we've ever gotten fan requests that are, like, holiday-related. We might. Actually, we might have. I feel like maybe one of my friends might have given me one. But, um, but yeah, so check that out because that's going to be coming up in a couple weeks. and I love it. French. What else can they do on our website? Oh my gosh, you can buy us coffee because if we have to go on a murdering rant with our exes, <laughs> we are gonna need a lot of energy. There's 88, crazy 88. There's there's at least 100 people dying. And Minimum. we're gonna need some coffee. Yeah. But back to the main point. So what you can do is you can give us money. <laughs> it's on our site. And these magical people do it. And it's lovely. And we know we should keep going. You know, like we should keep going. We should keep drinking coffee coffee and especially in the holiday months because i don't know yeah like i should get katie a present or something for all the editing right oh, so like <laughs> no we should fund that let's help okay go fund i mean that just give me a hattori hanzo sword no problem okay spend right. a month in okinawa like whatevs no big i mean deal, i guess right? that's just like a little request yeah totally okay <laughs> Totally. All right, listeners, check all that out, and we hope to hear from you. Get your pom-com, get your football pads, because (laughs) next week, it's Little Giants or Bust. Let's go, baby! Little Giants or Bust. Kate, you'll thank me later. Oh, shit. What it's from the movie. movie. That is, it is oh, from the movie. You looked at me like, wait, what? Okay, ready? Here's my reference from the movie. Thank you, football god. Which, again, <laughs> is a quote that I often say when, you know, things are going well for the football team. And I don't think anyone knows what it's from but me. So. <laughs> Not after this episode. We'll see no. you then, folks. We'll see you then for Little Giants. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you. I love Bye-bye. you. I love Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Sisters Who Seen It. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website at sisterswhoseenit.com, where you can email us, request movies to be reviewed, and keep up to date with all things sisters. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week.